Welcome back to the Suraj podcast. In the last episode we heard how Guru Hargobind fought against Abdul Khan, Karam Chand and Ratan Chand all at once. How the Guru then rested amongst the dead bodies. The last chapter ended with Bidhi Chand and some six roaming the battlefield looking for Guru Hargobind. That's how chapter 44 now begins, describing how Bidhi Chand and some other six understood the victory for the Guru had taken place. But it had gone dark now when they had waged war. and won this vicious battle against the enemies it was in that darkness when they were cutting down the torks which when all the torks ran away in fear horses too were spread out dead in the battlefield or injured some of the torks would fight and others would run away behind them the six were running with their cutting swords they were striking them down but when some of them were running if they cried out for mercy taking the guru's name the six behind them would stop they wouldn't raise their arms up to kill them they would take them to the guru's encampment for other six to watch over them so just as a side note here those who surrendered and took the name of the guru wouldn't be hurt or enslaved in any way they would meet with the guru afterwards and be sent off but those servants back at the encampment of the guru were thinking it's gone dark now the guru has still yet to return so these servants lit up two large torches and quickly went into the battlefield looking for the guru but they couldn't find them anywhere bidichan saw the torches at some distance He quickly sped up his horse to go meet with them, asking about the guru. Everybody said, "No, we have not seen the guru yet." Everyone then had great anxiety and worry in their hearts. They began looking all over the battlefield. They were on horseback and they were yelling out, "Where are you, guru?" Everyone had such emotion and doubt in their mind, and that they were not finding the guru. They were looking around at the corpses, amongst all the blood and guts, which would make one's feet slip. It was such a terrifying sight, the battlefield. where countless dead were sprawled out amongst the dead horses too the corpses of the six and the torks were all mixed up laid out over on top of each other the search party was looking around all these with their torches looking around for the guru but guru hargobind was sitting amongst the three dead bodies abdul khan and the guru's dead horse was also there laid out the great warrior guru hargobind was sitting there alone but was seen by bidichand and everybody was so happy They all began telling each other and comforting each other. Bidichan came up, clasping his hands, and said, "Oh, Prabhu, oh, divine Guru Hargobind, why are you sitting here all alone, with no servant six around you? What do you desire at this moment?" Guru Hargobind then replied, "That which we desire, we can only do in the morning now, when the sun rises. Let's now head back to our encampment. But those six who are injured and still alive on the battlefield, let's quickly take care of them and bring them back." Guru Hargobind said this and mounted up on horse. They all took off back to their encampment. Bidichan meanwhile with the other six they went around picking up the injured six. They roamed around the entire battlefield looking for six still alive. Slowly, slowly they were bringing back the injured to the camp. When Guru Hargobind arrived back at the encampment in the tents, the battle drums and instruments were sounding off announcing the Guru's victory. In the encampment everybody was taken care of now, food and refreshments were being distributed and the injured were treated. Such a large amount of enemies were destroyed. countless so now everybody slept easy and rested up for the night still though guru hargobind woke up in the last phase of the night in the early morning the treasure trove of virtue guru hargobind then bathed like always at that time before then focusing his attention his contemplation on happiness the divine the very form of bliss until the sun rose and then everybody else bathed at that time and when everybody was ready with guru hargobind they all mounted up on horseback and they headed out so guru hargobind went with bidichan and the others to go view the battlefield 
14,000 Turks had been killed here, and countless Sikh were dead in the battlefield as well. Guru Hargobind commanded that a big grave be dug here. Abdul Khan, the main general, was picked up, first to be placed in this grave. Then they searched out for the bodies of the two sons, Nabi Baksh and Kareem Baksh. They were quickly brought and placed in the grave as well, according to the Guru's command. Following this, they looked and searched for the five generals of their army. They were also quickly brought and buried as well. On top of this, they made a high and large resting platform where the destroyer of enemies, Guru Hargobind, sat. And in looking at Bidhichand, he laughed and said, that Vidya, that science which we were always earning and learning, has proved useful for us now. We've destroyed all these countless enemies in the battlefield. Abdul Khan fought ferociously with me in a tough sword battle, enduring strikes and striking many times too. The two Khatris I also killed by throwing down. They always desired to get their revenge for their fathers, who have now fulfilled their desires and sent them off, killing them. Such a large and ferocious battle took place now where countless Turks have been killed. Bidijan heard this and with great respect he said, those who haven't understood your glory, your power, those idiots will receive only death. How can you be defeated? In the three worlds there isn't anybody as powerful as you who could face you in battle. What are these poor Turks in front of you? They want to be your equal but they got spread out and killed in the battlefield. After this Guru Hargobind spoke out a command saying, Go bring men from the nearby village. Tell them we have some paid work for them. Call them here. Have all the warriors meet with them as well. Working together, we want to collect all the dead. I want to see all them before we send them off as well. Have their funeral rites in the Bias River. So first bring the six here. Tell me their name when you bring them to me. Then send them down the Bias River. I'll be sitting along the river seeing this all. The exalted moonlight radiant Guru Hargobind said this and then got up going with the six, giving them the command. Then he went to go sit alongside the Bias River. The six had a fan which were waving, cooling Guru Hargobind, who was sitting along this riverside looking at the six they were bringing to him. They were bringing the bodies and then telling the Guru their name before sending the body down the river as a funeral rite for these warriors. The river was very deep, the waves were flowing greatly the sick bodies were being taken away by the river. Guru Hargobind was sitting along the side of the river, hearing the name of the Sikh, seeing them go down the river, and understanding which Sikh was Sehkami, died with desire, and which was Nehkami, died without any desire. And those Sikhs with desire received great pleasure in the afterlife. Those without any, they received liberation. All granted by the Guru. Those who died with desire in their heart, fighting for the Guru, with some hope of return, they would return to rule as kings in this world. The Guru blessed them with all pleasures and wealth in the next. Those who fought without any desire, without any hope of return, they had all their bondage removed from this world and they were given liberation. These six were extremely beloved by the Guru. When all the six had their funeral rites performed, they were all sent down the river. Then they began taking care of the corpses of the Turks. So there were 15,000 troops initially that had come, but a thousand of them had run away at the end. The rest of them were dragged from their feet and thrown into the river. Countless animals in the water came to enjoy the corpses. Many men and soldiers were bringing the corpses to throw into the river. They were clearing out all the dead bodies from the battlefield. Some of these bodies were already half eaten by jackals and other animals. They were throwing these bodies right into the river. The river would splash up from the bodies as they were thrown in. 
Afterwards, Guru Hargobind got up and went back to his encampment, taking with him six who were in bliss. They were all talking about the battle. Guru Hargobind was telling them stories about the encounters, saying, The Turks received such a devastating blow here. We killed many of them. It will be known now across the world. Everyone will know. Shah Jahan will also know this well, that, that the strong hands, the arms of the six of the Guru had struck them. So it was nighttime now and everybody rested up in their tents, including Guru Harguin, the Guru, who even by taking their name, death itself runs away. In the region of Dwabba and Maja now, the praise of the Guru was being recited and well known. It had spread greatly the tales of battle. The people were saying things like, the Guru had killed so many Turks in battle. It's so fruitful that the Guru has adorned weapons. They have destroyed countless vile and evil people in the process. The first Gurus, they were only primarily Biri, spiritual. But now we can see that the Miri, the sovereignty, the royalty, the martial spirit has been adopted. They will grind down the emperors into dust and give kingdoms to their Sikhs. If they continue to fight on like this, they'll destroy all the Turks. This is how the friends of the Sikhs were speaking in great happiness. But the enemies of the Sikhs, they couldn't handle this. They were burning up hearing this. East, south, west, and north, the pristine praise of the Guru spread greatly. They were all saying, Blessed, blessed is the exalted, complete Guru Hargobind, the greatly strong warrior, the one who grinds down enemies into powder. This is how chapter 44 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear how Guru Hargobind builds a mosque in Uruhela and how some Sikhs bring horses for the Guru. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Manglacharan Patreon page. Gadget, 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 Gadget,